the COVID-19 pandemic interrupted many of our plans. In this edition of the QMC EMS Board and Collar podcast, we take a few minutes to look at how this disease is affecting two of the biggest studies ever for EMS. Thanks for listening. We're glad you're here. Well, at this moment, 365 days ago, if you would have looked at me and said COVID-19, I'd probably look back at you and said Gesundheit and handed you a tissue to wipe your nose. <laughs> no pun intended. Well, you know, maybe a little. But who in the world would have dared to guess that COVID-19 would derail the two most impactful EMS studies in decades, ET3 and cost data collection? When we awoke in April to find COVID on our doorsteps, cost data collection was moving into full gear. ET3, no, not the phone home alien guy, but the emergency, triage, treat, and transport, voluntary, five-year payment study, was about to begin, and then, bam, in rushes COVID, and suddenly all the world stood still, literally. So following the initial shock, and when the dust all settled, and we all got our bearings, and we became acutely aware our world was changing, we then learned that cost data collection was delayed and ET3 was put on hold. Well, at least the ET3 study was put on hold. With the formal project on mute, the functional part of ET3 was pushed to the front of the line, kicking and screaming, becoming reality almost overnight thanks to COVID. And you know what? Frankly, that's not a bad thing. Telehealth became a necessity. And transporting patients to alternative destinations had to happen in order to segregate patients infected by COVID. The heck with the study. We're doing the live remote version and flying by the seat of our pants overnight. EMS was uniquely poised to be those boots on the ground as usual. And so here we set out to blaze new trails even before we can study the impact. But study we will. And that's beginning right now. Remember. ET3's stated purpose is to prove that both treatment in place and the ability to transport to alternate destinations, such as urgent care centers, clinics, or the like, versus completing transports to hospitals and or skilled nursing facilities, was how EMS can help Medicare and other payers save money. Now, whether a selected participant of ET3 or not, special allowances known as blanket waivers or the Section 1135 waivers gave the EMS community the ability to bypass transporting to alternate destinations and yet still be paid to cover our costs to provide that service. Moving from ambulance drivers to healthcare providers didn't require a report, just a purpose. And COVID-19 became that purpose. But you know what? While ET3 got a boost, cost data collection got shoved to the back of the bus. First, the project was delayed, then it was delayed again. The problem is now the bean counters who are going to tally the results of the project are going to be inundated with double the data. Following that, they'll be crunched to make sense of the data in order to deliver to Congress using the initial program deadline. Why not just push the deadline back, you ask? Well, because that deadline's important in order to fuel the potential retooling of the Medicare ambulance fee schedule which has been broken almost since day one. 
there's the added urgency that we all have to place on this project due to the potential for the bonus payments expiring at the end of 2022. And Congress made it clear that the bonus payments are in peril without their ability to understand what ambulance costs are. So if there's no data collection project, that means Congress has no idea what our costs are, and we're back to square one all over again, sweating it out over the extension of the bonus payments. But you know what? We should all be ticked that there are these delays anyhow. And I'm going to ask you just to bear with me for a minute. Allow me to opinionate because this part to me really stinks. You know, why would CMS impose the delays on cost data collection and not care to see how our costs mushroom thanks to the pandemic? You know, isn't this what happens in EMS? We budget, we get ready to spend only to find out that all of our assumptions have changed and now we need more money. The change here hoisted upon us by COVID is that it upended and delayed a raw deep dive into how costs can rapidly fluctuate based on external variables that are way beyond our control. And you know, when that hammer drops, such as it did in March and April of this year, there's no time to react. EMS is alerted and we respond. Then later, we count up all our dollar signs. It's just what we do. So the very fact that we are kicking this can of cost data down the road once again and ignoring 2020 as an anomaly, in my opinion, is just plain stupid. So where do we stand today? Well, ET3 is ramping back up, catapulted to the center of the attention out of necessity. Cost data collection is on hold till next year because someone in Washington made a really bad call. On the street, just keep doing what we're doing. We're reacting, we're adapting, and we're doing the job, and the tally will just come later. You know what, folks? Studies and programs, they come and go. And details at 11. Well, you know what? It's been great spending time with you today. Thanks for listening. Be sure to download our other episodes and subscribe to our channel on your favorite platform. Plus, you know what? Follow us on social media too. We're at Quick Med Claims. Until we meet again, hey, more than ever, guys, be safe out there.